Ladies and gentlemen, this show is brought to you exclusively by the Reality Check Podcast Network. Hey everybody, this is Stan Wangland, and welcome to Just Thinking. Thank you for joining me this evening, and I hope everyone is having a great day. I hope everything's going very well in your life today, and that you're safe and sound wherever you are in the world. And once again, uh, Just Thinking is in the uh, charts in Norway. (laughs) So to all my friends in Norway uh, that are watching the show, uh, thank you for your participation. I have to find out how to say something in Norwegian. I'll definitely do that, Uh, but uh, thank you for listening and and thank you for participating in the show. It's kind of especially nice for me because I'm Scandinavian and I have some um, Swedish, Norwegian and Finnish, um, not some, but a whole uh, load of that in my my DNA according to Ancestry.com. So that's uh, particularly gratifying 
to me. Uh, today was a, an unusual day. I, I have a, a list of topics that I would like to do shows on that I wanted to get to. And one of the things that I wanted to get to uh, uh, was about the characteristics of mass shooters. And we've had uh, several in the past uh, week or 10 days in the United States. And I wanted to go over some of the findings that are out there about mass shooters but uh it's another dark topic and uh, I, I i don't like to do too much of that sometimes see too many shows consecutively with that kind of uh material and i was uh leafing through some uh recently trending things on the internet and i saw something which is a favorite of mine and it's about adulting classes for millennials <laughs> and i don't mean to uh make fun of millennials maybe i do and you can say to me okay boomer <laughs> and i promise i won't get offended uh but uh this one cracks me up because for many years at the college i taught uh, uh, childhood and adolescent development and of course uh, in recent years one of the you know the phenomenons in uh, the United States in many other countries uh, that I was certainly aware of long before it was uh, hitting the news was that there was a trend going on which we called uh, ad adult essence not adolescence but adult essence and it had to do with the recent and at that time and disturbing trend of people not leaving home you know in their early 20s uh, or even sooner and moving out of the house and moving on and to, to work on some things with their personal independence and growth whether it was uh, going to college or you know just getting their own apartment and having a job or going to trade school or you know going off on an adventure someplace uh, across the country and uh, finding themselves or whatever instead of doing that people were living in their uh, old rooms with their mother and father or you know taking a step out and then coming back home and living in the basement and uh, the next thing you know that kid who was uh, 21 years old was 29 years old now and people were saying hey man i want to boot this guy's ass uh, out of the house you know there was uh, you know certainly but people weren't looking necessarily to get married or you know have kids or, or do any of the traditional things that uh, many other people would do and uh, one of the things that people noticed or we started noticing as a culture is that a lot of these people weren't just like people who lived at home years ago uh, they were people who were living home but kind of like acting like perpetual teenagers uh, I know many people, and I'll say this to my wife sometimes, I mean, I'll see some of this in my own family, I'll say, hey, you know, this, this guy, he, he, he doesn't even own a suit, he doesn't even have a sports jacket. Um, you know, he doesn't even have a pair of big boys pants. Uh, or this, you know, uh, this, this uh, you know, young woman, you know, blah, 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 you know, they don't have their own apartment that's, uh, you know, given their age and, and status and everything else like that. It's, there's nothing really adult-like about it. I mean, you know, it's like being a 17-year-old when you're 30. Well, one of the things that I would also find out from my students uh, in college, uh, in the courses that I teach, particularly a course that I teach on, on human exceptionality, um, is one of the questions uh, that I would ask the students is, did I, did, do they think that their educational system that they were exposed to, did it did it provide them with the life skills or education that they needed to, you know, succeed as an adult 
in their life? And I was expecting, uh, when I first asked this question many, many years ago, probably 15 years ago, I was expecting people to say, well, you know, I, gee, I needed more history or I needed more science or math or I need, you know, to be more of a renaissance person or to know more, uh, you know, to be more cultured or whatever it was. No, no, and no. What were, uh, you know, what were the students saying? They were saying, well, you know, what I really needed is I, I didn't know how to go to the store and, and, and you know, uh, purchase food off a shopping list. Uh, now, these are people in college. These are people that, are, you know, are writing you know, fairly complex papers and, you know, studying uh, fairly complex topics with me here now. And many of them are, you know, in their early 30s and uh, some people approaching 40, other people in their mid-20s. And I'm saying, what? You don't know how to go to the store and shop? And this is what they're saying. You know, I, I, I don't really know how to budget. I didn't know anything about a lease. I don't know how to, you know, rent or purchase a car. Uh, I don't know how to pay my bills. I was shocked on how to do my taxes. Uh, you know, things like energy bills, budgets, putting money away and saving things. Uh, routine care of furniture, their home. Uh, well, none of them owned any homes, not a, not a one, uh, which was very shocking. Things with relationships that you think that uh, they would be working through in their late adolescence and early uh, 20s and whatever, still not working through them. Uh, lots of things where, uh, you know, uh, not really looking for marriage, certainly not prepared to have kids. Uh, and these were all the kind of adult things that people, as I recall in my generation, okay, I'm a boomer, that's, you know, many generations, but even my children's generation, these were kind of expectations. Uh, that people had not everybody not everybody wanted to get married not everybody wanted to have a child but most everybody wanted to live on their own uh you know have their own place have their own possessions uh, you know go out uh, and uh, see the world uh, or you know work hard on a business or or some such thing so that you could uh you know fend for yourself put some money in the bank you know maybe get a home or some other kind of thing like that. But a lot of people really, uh, you know, today are completely lost by that. And what's one of what I consider one of the disturbing trends of this whole thing? And it doesn't seem to be getting any better uh, because I was just talking uh, today to my doctor. Uh, I, I had to go for just an annual physical and, um, you know, we were talking about things and she was teasing with my wife and I said, uh, hey, you don't have to worry about kids because all over the world we're in that negative point. We're below two kids, you know, per couple, which is a, a negative thing because um, if, if you're a husband and a wife, you're looking to have a normal replacement of at least two people to replace you. And that number has gone, that's a magic number, and it's gone below two. And in countries like in China, where it's gone to like 1.4, it's a serious problem because as the next generation grows older, they don't have anybody to take care of them. There's an insufficient number of people in the population to, uh, to perform all the jobs, keep the infrastructure going, whatever. It's a crazy dynamic. And it kind of ties into all this stuff. You have millennials man, they don't feel like full-fledged adults uh, well into their late 20s, uh, early 30s. 
And the big complaint from millennials themselves is that they feel that there's gaps in their maturity. And in the article that I was looking at that was uh, on the Internet here and some of the other ones, it is consistent with the things my students have told me over the years. And they sound very silly. But uh, people are saying, gee, I'm 30 years old. I don't I don't buy napkins. There are no napkins in the house. I don't know how to golf. I don't know how to do this sport or whatever. I don't know how to change the oil in my car's engine. I don't know how to throw a dinner party. Uh, I I don't know how to plan the menu for a a party or an activity or have something come off. You know, like like to have people over for dinner or to have a big picnic or something in your backyard. That that these things are like unknowns or or things that are very difficult uh, for things to do that kind of bewilder uh, people and exasperate them. And uh, they feel like are adult things uh, that they don't know how to do. And, man, I I thought that's crazy. So, you know, what's happening in different parts of the country? They have adulting courses. You know, so uh, what is this telling you? Uh, You know, the adulting courses are basically going over all kinds of life skills uh, for people like, and I can't believe this shit. Uh, You have to forgive my language. It's stunning to me. Uh, in the article here, it says it's life skills like bike safety, holiday gift giving, if you're cash strapped, putting together a monthly budget, opening a bottle of wine without a corkscrew, and assembling a weekly nutritional plan. It's like, what? You know, it's the same thing I'll ask my students. You know, they, they want this taught in school. You know, there used to be home economics classes or shop class. I don't even know if they have that anymore. I mean, I teach in the college level. I, I really don't know. Uh, or, or some kind of technical thing. Are you kidding me? People are going to go to pay to, to go to a class to teach them about bike safety? What in Christ's name would you need to know at 29 about bike safety? Well, yeah, you know, obey the rules of the road. I don't know if now put a helmet on or something like that. Put air in the tires and and go fucking biking, man. Pardon my bad language. (laughs) Opening a bottle of wine without a corkscrew. Huh? Okay, you know, chip it out with a knife or a screwdriver or some other kind of gimmick or whatever you would do. Come on, man. Or look it up on Google. It'll take you about two seconds to find some kind of a neat hack or trick on how to do that shit. It'll pop out on its own. But can you imagine? Can you imagine uh, things like that? Uh, Paying your bills. How do you pay your bills? Your fucking bills come in. Uh, You know, you you open your bill. You see how much you owe. You see where the due date is. You get one of those little boxes with the little slots in it for the dates and everything. and, and And you put that thing in there, you know. X, you know, X amount of days before it's due that you have to pay it. And, uh, you know, you, you go to that day of the week and you, you pick it up. If it's, you know, oh, the 10th, I got to do my bills for you. Let's go to the, today's the 10th. Let's go to the things for the 10th. Take them out, write them, put a stamp on it. Boom. Do them online, whatever you want to do. However you do them. Some people, you know, still use mail, but all the calendars, all the things you have on the computer. Come on. You don't know how to pay your bills? Calling the car insurance company. People don't know how to call a car insurance company. You go online. You look under car insurance, whatever your city you're in, car insurance, you call up in the sale, he'll tell you everything. 
So these are things that in the 21st century that people are, are taking adulting uh, classes for. Things like this. Uh, and they'll take uh, week-long courses. Uh, and what they'll do is they'll give you new action uh, tasks each and every day. And, uh, you know, these are the things that'll uh, get you prepared for being an adult. And if you look some of these things, I thought this was a joke. And one of the first things uh, they have you uh, doing is, is the first lesson of being an adult is how to hydrate properly. Uh, you know, finding out uh, about uh, your proper weight, uh, you know, things like that. It, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. The kind of nonsense uh, that, that people, that, that people are actually getting paid for. They would be things like years ago that were simply common sense. You, you wonder, you, it makes me wonder what the quality of the interactions were between, uh, you know, the parents and their children. What, you know, what were you doing with your child for 18 years or 21 years? I mean, what in Christ were you doing with them? What did they see you doing? You know, what were you doing in your life? Did they not model anything? I guess one of the things you could say is people are, um, I don't know, you know, people are on the cell phone so much, they're, a, they're not interacting with other human beings to such an extent that these are the, the unfortunate byproducts of that that, uh, you know, wouldn't be there if people were just going about their life and doing their stuff and uh, going just through a range of normal activities and just learning like anybody would by the classic learning things, by just, you know, assimilating information. You know, that means like taking in new information and accommodating information. When, when, when something doesn't work, you try something different. Oh, oh I, the company called me up and said my bill wasn't there and gave me a warning and charged me $15. Okay, I have to change my plan. I mean, it's just simple learning theory. But I guess it doesn't apply in today's world, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, uh, it's uh, a very, very, very shocking. So when you get in the psycho babble realm, this is the kind of stuff we see. This is why I did a very, I mentioned this on the show before, I did a very funny video uh, to me in the winter, uh, last winter, when I would see, uh, they're actually young newsmen on the news and they're saying, it's so cold outside, I can't believe it. And these are all these tips and people are going, you know, through all these friggin' tips on in the winter, you know, and I've done a show on that where, you know, you, you, if you want to adjust to the cold a month before the winter, start taking ice water. Are, are you crazy? Are you crazy taking ice water baths? And in the video that I did, I said, hey, I've got to read. And I went, I was out in 13 below zero weather. And I said, here, this is a special show on um, handling the winter weather. And I said, you see this crazy hat that I'm wearing? Put a friggin' hat on your head like this. And you see what it has? Earmuffs. You know, those big, crazy Russian hats with the big fur. Pull it down if it's 20 below zero. Yeah, it has an amazing thing. Your ears will get warm. Oh, your hands are cold? There's this new amazing uh, invention. They're called gloves. You know, your feet are cold. Hey, besides having a pair of warm boots on, uh, here's a trick. 
Put on an extra pair of socks or get, you know, big, thick, woolly socks or whatever. Come on. Come on. Well, anyway, I sound like an old curmudgeon today, but I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to put together an adulting workshop and make a lot of money. And uh, I don't know, just I'll walk around and people can say, "Okay, boomer, and it won't bother me at all. But a whole bunch of millennials will be able to have warm hands and feet. They'll be able to go out in the cold, pay their bills, uh, get married, have kids, uh, run up more debt. Um, I don't know, get a divorce or two, uh, be miserable and come and see a therapist like me and be crazy like the rest of us. What do you think? Well, <laughs> if you're a millennial, I hope I haven't popped your bubble I hope I haven't insulted you. And if I have, like I said, you could say, okay, boomer, it doesn't bother me. But man, a lot of this stuff is really pretty simple. You know, many years ago, there was a comedian and I've lived most of my life by this. I'm being really um, serious. His name was uh, Henny Youngman. And he was the king of the one-liners. He came up with the one, take my wife, please. You know, where people would say, take this, for example. He'd say, take my wife, please. And uh, his famous joke was, Hey, doc, every time I lift my arm, it hurts. What should I do? The doctor said, don't lift your arm. There is in a nutshell, folks. I call that Henny Henny Youngman psychology. And I've used it for years. As a matter of fact, when I was in Ithaca, people thought they would call me Zenny. Zenny Youngman, because I had this combination of a very calm Zen mood mixed in with Henny Youngman. And it was wonderfully successful for people. And it was basically telling people, hey, man, chill out <laughs> on things. Meditate a little bit. This too shall pass. And if your arm hurts, <laughs> don't lift it for a while, you know, and things usually will get better. And I think that's some great advice for millennials out here or anybody else, whether you're a boomer like me or whatever it is, you know. So uh, I hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, it's another exercise, another venture into the psychobabble zone, into the foolishness zone. But that's the beautiful part about human beings. They go through these periods in history and technologies change and parenting's change and our cultures change. And this is just a result and it's temporary. So for those of you who are struggling to be an adult, sooner or later, it's going to catch up with you. And then you'll be miserable like the rest of us. Have a good one, and I'll catch you next time on Just Thinking. Thank you for listening to this episode of Just Thinking with Stan Wanglin. Please feel free to follow and subscribe on whichever podcasting service you use for your podcasting needs, and give us a rating and review for Just Thinking with Stan Wanglin. And also, you can check Stan out on Twitter. It's at S. Wanglin. That's at S. Wangland. W-A-N-G-L-U-N-D on Twitter. And you can also follow all the great shows on the Reality Check Podcast Network on our Instagram page, Reality Check Podcast Network, or on our Twitter, at our podcast network on Twitter. And if you are interested in advertising or sponsoring your products, your services on this show, all you have to do is hit me up at www.podcast.com at gmail.com and find out about the great rates to advertise on shows like Just Thinking with Stan Wanglin and the many, many more great shows on the Reality Check Podcast Network.
Are you interested in spirituality and the paranormal? Do you enjoy having conversations about social issues and current events with a balanced and spiritual perspective? Are you intrigued by ancient prophecies and mysteries of the past or just unraveling modern-day conspiracy theories? If so, I would like to invite you to come on a journey with me on my show, The Spirit Side, available on all the major podcast platforms. I'm Paul James Caden, and I hope to see you there. Did you really think it was just guys that like to discuss and analyze wrestling? I'm here to tell you there's a new chick in town. My name is Sunny Salem, and I am the host of That's What She Said. Get a female perspective of all the ins and outs of the wrestling business today. But don't worry, this isn't no prissy princess show. I hold nothing back. Check out That's What She Said on all major streaming platforms. <laughs> 